0: Player two, you're awake. I'm Gideon, the All Geek, and your guide through the land of Pod. This week, that Matrix reboot isn't a reboot at all. Why DC's movies being pushed back could be the greatest thing ever that they could decide to do. An Iron Fist, it's it's just basically Chris Pratt. It's basically. Come on, player two, let's roll. Hey Playzoo, take a seat. Ah, don't worry about the orc bartender. He's just grumpy because of my designated survivor theory. You know, the Netflix show where Jack Bauer, sorry, I mean, Kiefer Sutherland, plays the nerdy long-lost brother of Jack Bauer who becomes president because everyone else gets blown up. See, I think it would be cool if it turns out to be some kind of Manchurian candidate style thing and Kirkman, I mean, Bauer, I mean, whoever it is that Sutherland is playing was behind it all along. But some people just want the good guys to be the good guys, and that's boring, even if they can make good cocktails. Speaking of Netflix, did you see the Iron Fist thing? I started it. I mean, I didn't start it. I'm not behind it at all. But I mean, I started watching it. It's okay, but it feels a lot like Arrow, but with Kung Fu. I know, there's been a lot of hate for it. And I do feel like something is missing. A lot of people think that it's the main character not being an Asian dude, with Danny Rand, He does work as the white, rich, trust fund baby who is Iron Fist, but they could have easily come up with another dude, other than Danny Rand. Still, the background characters are really quite interesting, though there is stuff missing. Like literally at one point he's homeless and doesn't have his bag with him, then magically has his bag with him, so you gotta wonder where he stashed his bag. Then at another point, one of the characters is just walking around with a stick sword and then bashes up, like, five people who attack her, and there are zero consequences for any of that. No one steps in. I would assume someone would do something. Maybe. And also, one minute Danny is super chill, Chris Pratt-style guy, the next he's Edward Norton brimming with rage. Like, Danny Smash? But I kept watching it. I think it's because I like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This isn't the same sort of thing, but I enjoyed the fight scenes in that and I can see a comparison I also enjoy the idea of ancient organizations that lurk in the shadows controlling corporate businesses, so I'll probably keep watching it for now Plus the main guy looks a lot like Chris Pratt and the bad guy looks a lot like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, so No Anyway, I got these stories from the notice board And speaking of my real boyfriends, Horizon Zero Dawn sold 2.6 million units. Which is pretty good for a game that's been out for, what, two weeks? I hope I helped with that. I think I did. You remember Horizon Zero Dawn. I told you all about it. It's where robots are animals, but people are still jerks. That one. It's no wonder it's popular. It's an original story and drop-dead gorgeous. If I could date that game, I would. There's also word that Guerrilla Games has an expansion on the way for that game, which is great because There's Just Not Enough was pretty much the only complaint I've heard from anyone who's played the game. I hope the expansion comes with an errand dating sim. They're not the only ones expanding universes. DC Super Sons issue 2 has finally come out and I think you need to get it player 2. Also get issue 1, it puts issue 2 in more context. I haven't seen a lot of hype around this as is definitely needed i mean it's the story of robin and superboy and in this issue robin drops superboy from a skyscraper and superboy can't fly so that's hilarious in a dark way it is the blood splattered lolly jar of a comic book you've been waiting for of course if you've been waiting for blood splattered anime turns out netflix has you covered there too but no Lost Boys, because I don't know, they hate me or something? Anyway, Devil Man is coming to Netflix, who have really stepped up their anime offerings of late. I'm hoping they make it a worldwide release, because it's sort of difficult to get anime in Australia. It has gotten a lot easier with Anime Lab and Crunchyroll, but still, this is good too. Speaking of anime, the original voice cast for Devil is a part-timer and making an audio CD, which is cool. I don't think there's much point in me getting it, because I don't speak Japanese, but it has given me a reason to tell you to watch Devil is a Part-Timer. It's about the devil who totally wants to take over the world, as per usual, but life gets weird, there's some explosions, and he gets transported to modern-day Japan and becomes the manager of what Anime World's version of McDonald's is. So it's like the opposite of Designated Survivor. Oh, oh, before we go, Dark Tower is a thing now. I don't know much about it. None of us do, but it's a Stephen King movie adaptation. They are apparently working really hard to make it as close to the books as possible, so the book readers will be happy, which is always great, and uh, it could have Idris Elba in it, which should make everyone happy. That's all I got off the notice board player too. Let's go somewhere really cool. Come on. Alright, I just need to input the code. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Yeah, I know the buttons don't make noises. That's why I'm making the noises myself. It enhances my experience. Now for the voice recognition. I'm Batman. And they said all that time watching Batman Brave and the Bold wasn't going to pay off. And well, now who's in the Batcave? We are! I brought you here, Player 2, because people have been freaking out about the DC movies being pushed back. I thought this place would bring you some hope. I, know, it's, I mean, now that I think about it, it's not really a place that you would want to celebrate in. It's just damp. You would think he would fix that, wouldn't you? Anyway, See, the Batman script is getting rewritten, and filming is being pushed back to 2018. Also, the guy who was going to play Deathstroke in the Batman movie is now like, I don't know whether I'll be Deathstroke or not. Also, Aquaman is going to be coming to cinemas a few months late. These are announcements that have people worried because they didn't give it a moment to consider the reality of these announcements before pissing themselves in panic. And look, everyone does that. At least once and this one time i thought it was a serial killer and it wasn't it was a branch so i'm saying we've all been there but you do need to calm down because if this is what rattles you when the robots take over and by the way the robots will take over you'll be of no use to humanity also in the event of an apocalypse there'll be less available underwear and changes of clothes in general which worries me more than the apocalypse part because i have mad sweats right now like it's terrible and I understand why people are worried, because we don't want to lose Ben Affleck as Batman because Ben Affleck makes a perfect Batman, and I know some people disagree with me, but I can't help it if they're wrong, even if they're the completely accomplished and talented Hans Zimmer. They're wrong. See, Zimmer has said Affleck wasn't as good as Bale, and I agree, for the time. Bale was the best Batman. Bale was clean-cut, controlled rage rich boy who had the sads about his childhood. Why do you think all of these enemies were such chaotic, messed up individuals? They had to be the other gritty side of his squeaky clean coin. But Affleck is the Batman we need right now. See, clean-cut dudes in suits is not what the world at present favors for many good reasons. And just to clear something up, Affleck was never a grumpy Batman. He was a dude walking around in a constant simmering rage who only finds its outlet in a broken forces-style beatdown inflicted upon those who benefit from a broken society and flaunt their extravagance to boot. He's a dude who picks a fight with a god because he thinks the god is in the wrong. He's someone who seeks to be part of something bigger and fashions his own support network to do that. Now, there's a Batman we can all get behind, but... Affleck's life hasn't been ideal recently, and if you couple that with the monumental weight of being Batman in this context of DC movies, where Affleck is the one who has to bring everything together and, by the way, be in a lot of the films coming out. He's not just Batman, which is, weight enough, no, he's the Batman who will be the champion of DC's push to grab the throne Marvel has been sitting on. He is the Eddard Stark of the Rebellion to topple the Mad King, but he could just as easily become the Brandon Stark, the one who totally gets owned and dies a burny, horrible death. And no, that's not a spoiler. Books have been out for over a decade. You should just read more. Plus, Affleck is a huge comic book nerd. For him to play Batman and get so slammed by critics in the Batman v Superman movie, that must have taken a chunk out of him. I can't see how it wouldn't. So dude has been through a rough time. And if you're listening, Mr. Affleck, Mr. Snyder, Batman v Superman Extended Edition was a masterpiece. But unfortunately, we insist on consuming movies that can only be mainlined into our brains like blended fast food in a feeding straw. If it's not an hour and a half with obvious plot lines, references only EVERYONE can understand, and ending in some sugary sweet money shot cherry, then we all cry foul. Because why should we have to sit through something for two hours where our brains have to be functioning the whole time? That's unfair. So most people only saw the cinema version, which apparently isn't that great. But the extended? Is awesome. All of this, though, makes for a pretty messy place to plop down some of DC's biggest stars. And I get why this makes fans nervous. But here's why it's good. Taking your time is important. Let's start with Aquaman's pushback date. It's only by a few months. What we've seen of it, which is not much, is epic. And this is not a film that needs to be rushed, but what it is, is a film that will introduce Aquaman to a much wider audience. And Aquaman is a guy you want to know. He's Superman, but with the power over water and sea creatures. They can take their time. Now, the Batman movie is being pushed back to begin filming in 2018. This is more worrying. When movies get pushed back like this, when it's all been so turbulent, Makes you wonder whether it will ever come to fruition, a legitimate concern. Or, to look at it another way, they want to get it right, because they're setting up for something big. Wonder Woman is due out in June. Justice League is due out in November. Aquaman, due out in December 2018, with word that a Venom movie might take its place in the October slot. So that puts a Batman movie when? Sometime in 2019? Maybe June? And you know who's missing a movie? Flash and Cyborg. I'm down for either of those two. But Flashpoint Paradox in December 2019 would be epic. And they would have all of their pieces in place to make it happen. We could get to know Flash and see the characters we've become devoted to, become used to, turned on their heads. These things take time. And anyone who wants to fight with me on that, I just want to say Miyazaki, George R.R. Martin, Lin-Manuel Miranda. Complexity is the circulatory networks of their work. They took their time fashioning the worlds we love. So don't worry, DC fans. We'll get our good stuff. We've just gotta... Wait for it. Come on, play two. Let's get out of here. I've got more cool stuff to tell you. I'm just gonna press this button and... Oh. This could be a problem. Looks like the um the computer needs to reboot. Said something about a Windows update. So it looks like we're stuck in the back cave for a little while longer. <laughs> I'm really not a fan of reboots. I I think Horizon Zero Dawn has shown us all that we have many original stories that can be loved without framing something in reference to something else. You know, we want new worlds. So I'm not a fan of reboots. Which is good, because the Matrix reboot everyone's been talking about and getting angry isn't a reboot. Know how I know? Well, for a start, the writer of the rebooted Matrix, Zach Penn, has told everyone it's not a reboot. Which I always think is a good indication that something isn't a reboot if the guy writing it says it's not a reboot. It's a story in the Matrix universe. Not as good as having an actual new storyline in an actual new universe, but I'll take it. My expectations get lower and lower every day that the latest series of Sense8 isn't out. And you know, if it was a reboot, we still wouldn't have to get upset. It's the Matrix universe, literally one of the few universes other than maybe Aeon Flux, where you can reboot the universe in a pretty real way and still keep the canon of the original characters. Let's say it was a reboot, though people need to stop giving the power of the universes they love over to someone else. I get that feeling, I do, but it's not how it works. Game of Thrones the TV series has gone off the rails when compared to A Song of Ice and Fire books. Star Wars Extended Universe, which was decades in the making, got blown up by Disney. In fact, every Disney retelling of terrible love stories about mermaids and women in love with goat creatures and women who like to sleep in, those are all examples of original universes getting overwritten. Ghost in the Shell's Hollywood offering is Ugh. Oh, you know what? No. Not today, Satan. Not down that rabbit hole today. Soon. But not today. So when some necktie somewhere decides a universe needs to get overwritten because they want to milk a fan base, but that fan base doesn't subscribe to whatever the Hollywood formula is of the day, We all usually react with fear and anger as we should to everything that's new because new is scary and should be attacked. That's a joke. But then we buy their products anyway because it's a Lannister keyring and how will anyone know that you're part of House Lannister otherwise? The thing is, you can just ignore them. Go ahead. I don't mean by not going to the cinema, goodness me, no. But you can continue to refer to extended universes and canon as much as you like. Oh, they can tell you Extended Universe Star Wars doesn't exist anymore, but where's their proof? That Extended Universe was official, it was allowed, and they can't put a black marker through it all and tell us it didn't exist. We've got the proof, like right here, physical stuff. And also a movie doesn't make a franchise invalid or even overwrite the original source material. Proof. The Transformers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will always be cool. No matter how many shitty movies Michael Bay makes about them or anything else from my childhood. They will outlive and they will survive because they're robots and mutants and are therefore eternally cool and he's only ever going to be Michael Bay. He Made one good film. It was called The Island. That's it. Game of Thrones, as much as I adore the actors in it, is now a woeful shadow of what was a thunderous spirit in the books. I don't acknowledge what happened in the TV series. They can't make me. It's a bland replacement, and I refuse that reality. Can people watch it and love it? Of course! But don't come to me with your hatred of Lannisters and love of Dainy I think I should own some land because my granddad did once, and also, I'm a terrible mother of dragons because I don't know how to set boundaries, or where my dragons are, Targaryen. Until you have read said books. I mean, did you know that in the G.I. Joe movies, they make the Baroness evil because something something tiny robots? get bent. The Baroness is evil because she likes being evil. No amount of tiny film robots changes that fact. And who can stop me? Who can tell me what's happening on the TV is the only place it's happened? Because I have the books, and it's here in ink, so you can feel free to fight me. And isn't this what geekery is all about? I mean, fighting with one another about canon, it's about that too, but finding comfort in worlds that bring us tales of strength. Whether someone tells us those worlds exist or not. So let's celebrate Player Two. Matrix is coming back, which means I was right about sci fi films. Also means I can start wearing my PVC pants again. With the state of the world it is, I'm glad I can do it just one more time before everything explodes. Oh, hey! Looks like the computer's working. I'm Batman. That, um, That wasn't my voice program. Okay, don't panic. I think the actual Batman is here. And I'm gonna need you to run. Now. Player two. <laughs> I believe we made it back. <laughs> like, I'm sure he'll calm down eventually and forgive us, but let's just never go back there ever again. Just in case. <laughs> but, uh... I guess that's it for another week hey when you're in meat space pick up something nice for yourself player 2 you can follow the land of pod at the land of pod uh, and find me at chaos M on Twitter and on Facebook as well you should uh, use it to tell me what I should be looking at when I'm in meat space next I'm just gonna stick around here not ready to go back to reality <laughs> until next time player 2.